Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you. The DU Podcast with your host, Chris Jennings. Joining me on the show today, I have George Thompson, the Director of Product Management for Benelli USA. George, welcome back to the show. Hi, Chris. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, you know, George came on uh, early, way earlier in season three and, and really one of our first guests in September of this season and to talk about Benelli's new best treatment. And it was our it was one of our first chances to really focus in on gear and products. And we got a bunch of feedback that our audience really is into gear and products and to, you know, be more in depth. And unfortunately, we weren't able to get a whole lot going this season. I know that this time of year, it's SHOT Show. New products are coming out. Um, I wanted to bring George on to introduce some new products from Benelli USA. But first, George, you live out there, uh, Maryland's Eastern Shore, or you're from out there anyway. How was your duck season out on the East Coast? You know, it's been pretty tough, Chris. Um, I'm actually on the the western shore of the Chesapeake Bay. Um, and, uh, we, you know, some of our guys do live over on the eastern shore. Um, you know, mm-hmm. by boat, it takes, you know, 20 minutes to get there by car, three hours. But, uh, yeah. but I've hunted on both sides, uh, chasing sea ducks. Uh, it's, it's been pretty tough this year. You know, sea ducks in general are, are, are pretty tough to go after. Um, the, you know, they're, they don't like decoying too much and, uh, gosh, it's hard to get them down. Um, and once you do, you got to get on them quick, but, uh, you know, haven't been a ton of birds around this year, really. I think, you know, it hasn't really gotten cold. Um, I think that's happening all across the country. The birds just never really moved. Um, and, uh, so it's been a bit of a struggle. Um, you know, and it's, it's been even tougher, um, for me, you know, because I don't want to, you know, sound too goody two shoes or anything, but I typically have the luxury of, of doing a lot of traveling and hunting in some really cool places. Um, but you know, with, with this, um, COVID situation, I haven't really been traveling at all. And, uh, and just staying here on the public lands and doing some sea ducking. You know, it's it's funny that you say that. I've heard that from so many other people out on the East Coast. But the weird part about it is I have the same conversation with people in Indiana, Missouri, and now even, you know, this just this week, California. You know, guys are like, man, the birds just aren't doing anything. It's just tough, you know, and it's like it's it's weird that it's all across the country. You know, sometimes we have variations in weather systems that hit at different times. And, man, this year it's just – it's the same old story. So yeah, sorry to hear that. But, um, you know, I guess, I guess the good news on the the whole side of this is, is you've probably been busy at work and haven't had time to, uh, to duck on a whole lot with all the new and exciting products coming out from Benelli. You know, that's true, Chris. We, we have been very busy, um, working on the new products, but because I'm working from home so much, you know, I, I could have had more time to hunt this year, uh, than, than in many of the past. Um, so, you know, it is kind of ironic that many of us are trapped at home and uh, potentially finding more free time because we're not commuting or, or what have you. And uh, in the season's kind of been pretty poor. So it's a little ironic. But but to your question, yeah, we've been quite busy at Benelli USA. Um, you know, we've had to adapt a lot of our processes, um, you know, because we are all working from home and doing things virtually, um, which has been interesting and challenging. Um, but at the same time, I, I think there's been some benefits in it because, you know, instead of having to get everybody together for a meeting um, and doing it face to face, you can just push a button and you kind of have everybody there. Yeah. 
So, you know, it has led to some some challenges, but the overall development has been great. And, and we've got some really cool stuff coming out this year. Two years ago at SHOT Show, I believe it's two years, maybe three, you guys came out with the SB3. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, you know, the exciting discussion, which we did the, the podcast, kind of the focus of the last podcast was the best treatment, which is really cool. Uh, big fan here of the best treatment. But now... You know, the exciting kind of front runner here is an SBE3, three inch, but in 12 and 20 gauge. So let's kind of kick it off with those and get into the reasons why, you know, Benelli decided to bring that SB3 platform into a 12 gauge, three inch only and the 20 gauge. Yeah, you know, the, the Super Black Eagle is, is obviously um, our core product for Benelli. Um, it, it's essentially what built us um, as as a company here in the U.S. It's you know it's longevity in the market, its reputation, its its performance. Um, you know we live and breathe Super Black Eagles at Benelli. Mm-hmm. You know, let me ask you the question, Chris. When I tell you Super Black Eagle, what do you think about? Like, what are the first couple of thoughts about that gun that come to your mind? For me personally, I mean, I think I would probably say re- reliability. Yeah. Um, I think that that's probably right off the bat. I mean, that's the one thing that I'm going to say. And, and, you know, also, you know, for me, it automatically, I'm thinking inertia, inertia, inertia. Yeah. Um, because I shoot a variation of different guns and, you know, reliability and inertia. So that, that's probably what I would say personally. Yeah. You know, th- those are, those are pretty common answers. Um, you know, we, we also, you know, hear like we ask, I ask this question a lot, right? And some people will just say best waterfowl shotgun. Um, other people will actually, um, um, kind of preface it and say best three and a half inch waterfowl gun. Hmm. Um, and that's really what we're trying to do is, is, is kind of break this three and a half inch stigma, uh, and hmm. man, that super black Eagle to be even more versatile. Um, and, and, you know, kind of transition it away from the super magnum, um, to just simply the ultimate waterfowl gun for whatever your purpose may be, whether you're, you know, hunting birds close in timber, you're laying in the field, whether you're passing, you know, geese shots, whatever it may be, we're going to have a super black eagle that fits you. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's funny, you know, at SHOT Show, actually, I can't tell you how many times people would come up to me and say, you know, hey, do you have a super black eagle in 20 gauge? Um, I mean, over the years, gosh, I, mm-hmm. I had a dollar for every time that somebody asked me that. I, I don't know if we'd be talking right now. Um, <laughs> you know, and so, so, I mean, it's been there just begging us to do it all this time. Um, and it's taken us a while to get our ducks in a row. Um, you know, no pun intended, but, uh, but, you know, we're pretty excited about it this year. And I think it's really good timing. Um, you know, as you look at what's going on in the ammunition world and, and, and shooter preferences, you know, 20 gauge sales have been growing um, as a percentage of the business. The uh, the last I shouldn't say business as a percentage of the market um, the last several years. And that's being driven by a couple of things, I think. Right. Maybe it's maybe it's our 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 waterfowl hunters are getting a little older. Maybe they're getting a little more refined. Uh, maybe they're looking for a little more challenge. Um, but it's also being driven a lot by the ammunition development. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, whether it's heavy shot or TSS or Boss, you name it, there's a lot of, of really good companies out there that are making ammunition that just performs like dynamite. Um, so, you know, you, you know, obviously the, the do everything is still going to be the three and a half inch gun. 
um, because you can do just about everything with that gun. But we wanted to offer people, you know, get, get into those niches a little bit more with that super black eagle reliability with that same feature set um, and, and kind of expand the super black eagle to cover more bases. What finishes are available, you know, with the three inch models? Uh, we've got the full gambit. Um, obviously, we'll do black synthetic. Um, we're going to do Realtree Max 5. Uh, we're going to do uh, the Gore Optifade Timber. Uh, and we're going to do Mossy Oak Bottomlands. And that's in both 12 and 20 gauge. Uh, and we're also doing uh, 26 and 28 inch barrels in both. In both. Yeah, in both. It's a ton of new SKUs that we're adding to the portfolio. Nice. I'm a big fan of the 20 gauge with a 26 inch barrel. <laughs> you and me um, both. And, and I'll tell you what, they're hard. They're really, they're difficult to find. Um, but you know, I grew up, you know, shooting an old pump. I got the, got it from when I was like 12 years old, shooting an old pump 20 gauge with a, you know, 26 inch barrel. Man, I just, it's just natural for me. And, and, you know, it's hard to come across one of those. So that's cool. 26 inch barrel on that thing. That's exciting. Um, will any of these be available in the best treatment? No, not, not initially. Um, you know, obviously we're going to continue to expand the offering of best, um, finished products, but right now, um, we're still trying to grow the, the capacity that the number of guns that we can produce. Um, because, you know, if you recall from the conversation we had a while ago, there's literally only this one machine in the world, um, that can produce mm -hmm. this finish. Um, we have added a second machine. Um, and I believe it's almost, uh, ready to go into production. Um, and we do have some other new products that we can talk about here in a short time that do feature best. Um, but we weren't ready to, to roll it out onto these particular guns yet. Okay. And, and I'd have one question for it. And I know this is going to be a really, uh, pressing question that you guys are probably going to have a million times over because the popularity of the 20 gauge M2 mm -hmm. um, is, I mean, it's, it has skyrocketed. I mean, most of the guys that I hunt with shoot an M2 20 gauge and, and if they don't, they have one and they shoot it half the time, you know? Um, so, you know, I think the first question out for these guys are being like, Oh, are they doing away with the M2? Like what, what's going on with the M2? Um, and what, and what are the big differences between the M220 and, you know, the, the newer SB320? That's a really fair question to ask, Chris. Um, and you're absolutely right. The M2 platform and, and both 12 and 20 gauge, um, mm -hmm. has been a, a great platform for us. It, it served us for a number of years. Um, it does have a, a cult like following out in the market. Um, and the 20 gauge in particular, um, I can tell you for sure that it's not going anywhere. Okay. Um, Benelli, um, one of our philosophies, if you will, is to not discontinue products. Um, you know, and, and even if we, I'm not suggesting we are, but even if we did discontinue a product, we will support it indefinitely. Um, whether that means warranty service or parts availability, um, we still make parts for guns that were manufactured in the sixties. Um, yeah. so, you know, right now the M2, um, is a mainstay in our portfolio. We're very pleased with it. Um, it's not going to go anywhere. Um, but you know, over, over the last several years, you know, we've developed, um, some new technologies and we've released some new guns. So, um, we were, we were kind of begging the question of when are you going to, you know, put these things into the M2? Um, we decided to put all these new technologies into the super black Eagle, uh, and expand that portfolio instead of updating the M2 at this time. 
again, I don't want to suggest the M2 is never going to be updated or that it's going anywhere. Just that for the time being, it's going to stay the way it is. And and uh, we're, we're happy about that. The Super Black Eagle does have some pretty definitive advantages over the M2. Uh, you know, for starters, it has the, the new bolt system in it, uh, which is more reliable than the M2 bolt system was. Uh, we call that the easy locking system, uh, which ensures that the bolt head um, is always locked in the battery should you you know, bang it down in the pit real hard or get it caught on brush or something and, and you accidentally unlocked it, it'll automatically lock back up for you. So you're always ready to go. The, the Super Black Eagle 3s also feature an, uh, an improved comfort tech system, uh, which reduces uh, recoil even better than the M2 system does. Um, it also features the comb tech, which is a, a cheek piece insert on the top of the stock that is like, man, it's like a pillow for your face. Uh, it, it is so comfortable. Um, and you really don't feel any of that vibration or recoil in your, in your cheekbone or jaw when you're shooting Magnum loads. Um, but the Super Black Eagle three, uh, three inch guns will have uh, all of those features. Um, they also have an improved, uh, shell latch, um, which makes them a little bit easier to load. Um, which if I'm being quite honest with you was a complaint that I heard out of the M220 gauges. Um, is that they were kind of stiff to load. Certainly a, a new gun um, until it was good and broke in. Uh, these guns will load like butter right out of the box. And then, you know, outside of that, you've got the, uh, you know, just the, the kind of overall better ergonomics and styling um, that the Super Black Eagle 3 has. I, I think folks that have handled that gun would would, would say it's, it's the best handling gun we've ever made. Uh, and we've carried all of that down into these three inch guns in the 12 and the 20 gauge. Yeah. I mean, I shoot the SV three, three and a half now. So, uh, you know, I'm definitely going to be have to, I'm going to have to look for a, uh, a 20 gauge upgrade and a 20 gauge option to really, you know, complete that set. And it's, you know, it's exciting. And I know, like I said, everything that you said when we, you first started talking about the M2, uh, I think you relieved some people out there who are like, Oh no, don't do away with the M2. So, uh, I just want to stress that again. You know, there's no, no plans to do away with the M2. Um, you're just implementing the new technology, which is, which is a part of Benelli's overall strategy. Um, you know, since they started making waterfowl guns. So yeah, absolutely. One of our principles or one of our rules, if you will, um, is, is, we don't like to go backwards with our technology, um, meaning if we develop something new, it's pretty unlikely that we're going to go back and put it into an older gun, but it'll be in all the new guns going forward. Um, so, you know, when, when we talk about the, the comb tech or the new comfort tech or the easy locking bolt, yeah, we could have put those back into the M2, but that's not really how we like to do things. Um, we like to come out with a new model that has new styling and, and is a whole new gun, if you will, for those new technologies. So, you know, it's entirely plausible that at some point in time uh, we will come out with a, a, a new M2. Obviously, we can't call it an M3 because we've already used that name on a, on a tactical product. So we'll have to figure out some of those details uh, if and when we get to that point. But um you know, I, that it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, it'll stay, you know, at, at a, at the same price position it is today, which is kind of a sweet spot in the market. Um, the super black Eagle three, three inch guns will be a little bit more expensive, uh, than the M2s. Um, if people, you know, uh, if those features are important to you, it makes a lot of sense. It's, it's certainly not a lot more money, but the M2 is definitely not going anywhere. 
Yeah. And the SV3s, are, are you guys going to offer those, these newer ones, like in the per- performance shop models, or is that something that, you know, people can do themselves? I know, you know, those appear to be very popular um, when you guys announce those. Um, yeah, they're very popular. Uh, at, at, at this moment, um, we don't have three inch Super Black Eagle threes um, planned for the performance shop in uh, 2021. Uh, we will be continuing the M2 models through 2021. Um, you'll probably see those switch to the to the new guns next year. You know, you guys have some you guys have some other new products as well that I know you guys would want to talk about, and probably something that you know, like we talked about before we jumped on this call, um, something that walking through the aisles of Shot Show, which obviously has been canceled, which was probably your guys' original launch plan for all of this. Uh, you know, someone would walk up to the Benelli booth and see you know, multiple variations of your new, new products and, and have someone like yourself or, you know, someone that works for you kind of walk each person through these new products. And I think that's a cool opportunity that we have with this podcast. We're basically substituting, uh, you know, a shot, a shot show Benelli booth experience with this podcast. So I know you mentioned that you have, uh, the new Cordoba and do you want to talk about that? You know, many, many years ago, uh, we made a, a our first Cordoba model. Uh, and it was it was very successful. Um, and unfortunately, uh, we didn't update it over time and we launched some other guns that kind of crowded it out of the market. Um, but, but we thought it was time to bring it back because it is it is a really neat gun. Um, the Cordoba is obviously named after the this town in Argentina where the, you know, kind of the hot spot of high volume dove shooting is. And that's really what this gun is kind of designed for, a high volume shooting experience. Um it's built off of our ethos platform, uh, which means it'll cycle the lightest loads out there. Uh, it has uh, all the, the cool uh, recoil features that the Super Black Eagle 3 does, um, comfort tech and comb tech. Uh, it's got the easy locking bolt and the shell latch. It's got all the great new technologies in it. Um, but it's in this kind of uh, like crossover type gun where, it's, where it has a lot of sporting gun features for that high volume shooting experience but it's all blacked out for a hunting environment. Um, and we took it one step further this time around, and that is a gun that we're using the best finish on. Um, so that Cordoba will will be fully best treated, um, which is, as you may recall, has a 25-year warranty against rust and corrosion, um, essentially a bulletproof coating on a gun that's made to be beat up in high-volume shooting um, environments. Uh Something else that's new uh, about the Cordoba that we've never done before is we're going to offer it in 28 gauge. So, oh wow! So yeah, so we've got a full spectrum here of 12, 20, and 28 gauge Cordobas um, that are essentially, you know, race hunting guns, if you will. Um, yeah. They're they're really cool guns. They've got ported barrels, which you know, um, duck hunters don't take that in a pit or a blind. People will kick you out. Um, but if, if, <laughs> if you're out in the open, um, that does work to keep that muzzle flip down and keep you on target. Um, they've got wider, um, like Broadway style ribs on the top of the barrels, you know, with the sight channel all the way down on the, to keep your eye down, um, you know, on target. Um, just really cool guns. Um, but, you know, they are they are for that niche, for that guy that that's going to Argentina and wants to take the best gun down there with them. This is it. I mean, it really is. Yeah, he's going down there to shoot eight thousand rounds. Yeah, 
and uh you know and and not have to be concerned with anything one his shoulder or uh you know or a jam or anything like that so yeah or cool. or ammo i mean cuz the ammo down there is notoriously terrible right um yeah you know i, I don't want to pigeonhole it in that you know it's only free if you're going to argentina it would make a, a fine you know open area duck gun or make a fine pheasant or you know upland hunting gun um, that's just what it's, it's kind of designed for is high volume, but you can do a lot of cool things with it. Um, personally, uh, I'm going to try and take that 28 gauge out and try and shoot some sea ducks with it. Um, which is like, yeah, I must be glutton for punishment because sea ducks are already hard enough to kill with a 12 gauge. And, and I'm going to take some, uh, some, some boss loads and go see if I can shoot them with a 28. We'll see what happens. Absolutely. You know, shoot them once and just have a handful of shells right there and just, you know, as soon as they hit the water, just keep putting it on them because, man, they are tough to knock down. But, you know, you know, that's it's interesting that you go into the Cordoba with the 28 as the popularity of these. Like, you know, we've talked about the 20 gauge in the past is how the popularity of that is just skyrocketing. Well, now, you know, I see more guys having a 28, like there's a case of 28 gauge bismuth at my duck club. And I'm like, what is going on? And one of the guys like shows up with a 28 and I'm like, okay, all right, I guess you're going to do this. Um, so yeah, no, that's cool that, that now you guys have moved into that with, with that particular model and, um, good luck with the seat ups yeah. on it. But you know, you know, I, I you know, you gotta be responsible here, of course. Right. Um, you know, you're not going to shoot, uh, any duck at, at, you know, 45 yards with a 28 gauge, right? If you're doing something like that, you're, you're not being a responsible hunter. Um, but, you know, in certain situations, you get them in close, um, you get them within range, a 28 gauge will definitely do the job. You just got to pick your shots and, and, and be patient. Um, but you're right. A lot of folks are, um, again, we've already mentioned it, right? They're starting to go down in gauges, um, for a variety of different reasons because of this ammo that's that's available out there um and it, it it's really good stuff no and it, yeah I'm, i've been in big water layout boats before where you're shooting them at eight yards yeah exactly you know where it just and it, you could you get a half time you could hit them with a tennis ball racket you know um you know they're they're so close so i think the 28 will definitely you know you shouldn't have any problems as long as you're choosing the right shot which is half of the battle that's right so let's move on down the list here you've got the uh, super sport i do super sports a really cool gun um we've been selling super sports uh since what 2003 i think it was um and it's really become our our go-to sporting clays gun um you know, it has it has a pretty strong following out there. It's a pretty cool looking gun. It's got like a carbon fiber finish uh, and like a brush nickel receiver uh, and a blue shiny blue gloss barrel. And it really just pops. It's a really, really classy, good looking gun. Um, and so we decided it was time to update that. Um, of course, we used our ethos platform to build this gun out because the ethos um, has uh, great reliability with any any loads that you put into it. Um, it has all the great features that we've been talking about in our new guns, uh, the comfort tech, comb tech, easy loading, easy locking, um, all the great features. Um, but this is just built to be, you know, that, that, uh, you know, sporting clays, uh, trap shooter, you know, uh, clay target gun, if you will. It's, it's, it's really, in my opinion, it's the best, uh, clays gun that we've ever made, um, for a number of reasons, but, uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, it's available in 12, 20 and 28 gauge as well. Um, 
And uh, I think I think folks are really going to like it. They should check it out if they're looking for a new Clay's gun. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, you were talking about that, and I was just thinking our last conversation. You know, we got into uh, the eight two eight and the over and under, and uh, and a buddy of mine had called me after that conversation. He's like, "Man, he's like, you got to tell the guys from Benelli. He's like, you got they got to make one in Bottomlands, you know, and." you know, just call it the timber gun. And I was like, Oh man, I was like, I'll tell him. I said, I don't know. He's like, Oh dude, he's like, people would love that. So, um, I figured I'd drop that in there. Just a, a mention of the eight two eight. Um, well, it's not on this list, but uh, it just dawned on me. You we were talking about the super sport and sporting clays and all that. Um, I figured I'd, I figured I'd let you know what's your thoughts on that. You know, I would bet, I, I don't remember our conversation well enough in my mind, but I would bet that I made some comments about, how it is a, a reliable and strong enough gun to take duck hunting, um, because it truly is. I mean, it's a really pretty over and under. It's nickel and nice wood and and shiny barrels. Um, it's really an, uh, an elegant gun. That's um, but the heart of it is a Benelli, um, which means you can beat the dickens out of it and it'll just keep working. Um, so I've actually heard people ask me for for camo A two eights before. Um, and I got, yeah. So here's the dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> Let's open a can of worms here. So here's the dilemma, right? Is, is, um, you know, our factories in Italy. Um, and those guys are very, um, proud of their artisan history. Um, and they're, you know, very cultured and they have this beautiful gun that they designed. And it's a challenging conversation to say, I want you to take this beautiful gun you designed and throw this bottomlands camo on it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, it, it'd be like, you know, I don't know, painting one of their kids green. Um, it would just, it would just be a weird conversation. Um, but I get it, right? I mean, the gun will hold up. The gun is absolutely suitable um, to, to beat up and take out in, in, in a, in a timber situation or whatever you may have. Um I just don't know if we're going to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I'll pass that along. And anybody else uh, listening out there, you know, let's not ask any more questions about camo and that thing. Up. No, I mean, hey, look, I, I'm I'm more than happy to hear anybody's wild hair ideas about products, right? I mean, look, you got to get these ideas from somewhere. And rather than me pulling them out of the air, I'd rather listen to folks that that are you know, buying our products and what they want to see and what they would, would buy if we made it. Right. I mean, that's how you got to make these product decisions. Um, so I'm, I'm dude, I'm always open to ideas and questions and, and that's a good one. And trust me, I've thought about it. I think before I did that, um, I'd have to do a synthetic stock version, right. Cause we're not going to can the yeah. wood. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I, I'd be lying to you if I said that wasn't, you know, in the plan, um, at some point in time. Um, it's just, it's just too far away for me to even really talk about, but, um, I think that would be the first step in making that product a reality is let's do a synthetic stock one, um, with this new comfort tech, uh, like, like a stock on the SBE three, um, with comb tech and, and a synthetic four end, obviously let's, let's throw best on it and make it all matte black. Um, and then maybe talk about throwing some camo on it, but that's a couple years down the road at best. Cool. Hey, man, that's awesome that you're even open to discuss it. So that's that's fun for me, and I'm sure uh, fun for some of our listeners out there who who may be very familiar with that conversation. Um, <laughs> and you know, 
one thing I, I want you to go ahead and run through, you know, you have some other new products that, that don't necessarily fall under that waterfowl line um, or shotgunning line. You have some new, you have a rifle line, new expansion on your rifle line, I should say. And, and while that's not necessarily my cup of tea by any means, I, you know, I'm not as familiar um, with them. I'd, I'd really appreciate it. If you just kind of run through that rifle line just to let people know, you know, kind of give them a feel of what they would see, you know, if we were at SHOT Show and walking through the booths and I'd be shooting little videos and, you know, maybe posting them on our social media accounts. Um, but, you know, let, let our audience hear what you guys have as far as rifles. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to, Chris. Uh, so last year, uh, we, we did something completely different for Benelli. Uh, we launched our first ever bolt action center fire rifle. Um, it's, it's a, we call it the Lupo, Benelli Lupo, which is, uh, an Italian word for wolf, by the way. Um, and, uh, typical Benelli fashion, they, they spent years developing this product and developed and created new technologies to support it. Um, you know, we've known for a number of years, uh, that recoil reduction actually works better, uh, in center fire rifles than it does in shotguns. Um, and, you know, we were just trying to figure out when and how we were going to do that. Um, so the Lupo is our bolt action rifle and it is, it is chock full of innovation and technology, but I, I want to stress it's not innovation for the sake of innovation. Um, there is real tangible benefits that you get from the innovations in this product. And, and I'll go through a couple of them with you real quick. Um, yeah. So, so I mentioned recoil reduction. Um, it's got our progressive comfort recoil reduction uh, in the stock, um, which, you know, it sounds silly to say, but it, it literally turns a .30-06 into a gun you can plink with, um, which in, you know, today's ammunition environment may not be something you want to do. Um, but the point is, is that a, a typical .30-06, you know, you put 20 rounds down range and you're done, Right. Um, this gun, I, I've comfortably shot it over 200 times in one sitting and was no worse for the wear, like no shoulder soreness, you know, no, no cheek soreness. I mean, I was, I, my accuracy was maintained throughout the entire testing. Um, just a, just a really comfortable gun to shoot. Um, it also has this comb tech cheek piece, um, which is again, important in a Magnum centerfire rifle. Um, but one of the most innovative features about this rifle is that it's built off of a chassis design. Um, what that means is that it has a lower receiver that's made out of aluminum, uh, and it has a stock and a forend, kind of like a shotgun does. Um, whereas a traditional bolt action has, you know, that hole from buttstock to the, to the end of the forend is all one solid piece of plastic or wood or, or what have you. Um, and using a chassis style, um, build, it, it, it really solves all of the bedding issues that you have in, in traditional bolt action rifles. Um, and bedding uh, issues is one of the primary culprits to, to poor accuracy. Um, you know, a lot of these guns are bedded into plastic or they're bedded into wood, and those are soft materials. Um, we're bedded directly into aluminum, um, and it's a steel-on-steel bedding system within the aluminum, um, which is just – it is the strongest bedding system out in the market, quite frankly. Um, it's just rock solid. Um, then we take a precision, you know, ha cold hammer-forged barrel, and we cryo-treat it, which is another one of our Benelli Technologies, cryo-treating. Um, I'd like to say that we invented it, but we didn't. Um, <laughs> you know, cryo-treating was actually invented – uh, if I recall, on uh, match-grade rifles many, many, many years ago um, because the inherent accuracy benefits that you get from cryo-treating a barrel um, are pretty substantial. 
Um, you know, it makes the, it makes the, it relieves all the metal stresses from the barrel, makes them more accurate, makes them shoot hotter, uh, shoot accurately hotter, I should say, makes them easier to clean. It, it reduces the amount of fouling that builds up over time. Um, it just really works well on a, on a rifle barrel. Um, and then because we broke the stock in the end off of the receiver, we've got some crazy adjustability built into this gun. Um, you can adjust the drop, the cast, the length of pull, the, even the, the reach bet- to the trigger, um, you know, from the grip to the trigger. You can adjust the reach there so that that trigger fits right on the pad of your finger instead of, you know, on the tip or on the knuckle. Um, just the, all these little things make the gun fit you better. So we're real excited to be continuing the expansion of the Lupo platform into these new calibers. Uh, we're launching 6.5 Creedmoor, 308 Winchester, uh, and 243. Uh, those will all be available this year. Um, I think we're all um, pretty happy to see the 6.5. It's kind of the hottest caliber out in the market. Um, I have done some, some you know, uh, testing with this gun, uh, and it it's certainly going to meet their expectations. The accuracy is just phenomenal. Oh, that's fantastic. That's cool to hear about the rifles. I mean, that's something that we don't necessarily get into, but with a complete new product launch from Benelli, it's just cool that you know, you're able to provide that information on the podcast. Uh, one quick question, though, kind of going back to the SB3, something that popped into my head. Um, what's the MSRP on the, the 12 and the 20? Uh, yeah, it's the same price uh, for 12 and 20 gauge. Uh, the black guns are going to MSRP at sixteen ninety nine, and the camo guns, uh, regardless of which camo, will be seventeen ninety nine. Awesome. Well, cool, man. Do you, uh, you know, before I get you out of here, do you have any other new products, you know, from Benelli that you want to discuss? Or is there anything we left off that you may want to bring up? You know that that covers our our new products for this year pretty well. Um, you know, we're always uh, looking for ideas and looking at at new products. Um, with any luck, I'll be out. Uh, in the springtime here, testing all the stuff we're going to launch for 2022. Um, I think folks will be pretty excited to, to hear and see about those. Um, of course, I can't open that um, bag up today, but I hope to come back and and, uh, and do that later. No, absolutely. And I know, you know, you kind of mentioned earlier that you're open. You're always open to hear from people. And uh, I'm hoping that we can, uh, you know, flood your inbox with emails. I'm going to have people email like, DU Podcast at ducks.org. If you have any recommendations or any thoughts on the Benelli that, that you may want George to take a look at, um, and we'll go ahead and forward them over to you, and we'll just go ahead and fill your whole inbox up for the spring. That'll keep you busy, right? Yeah, 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 it will. Um, and you know, Chris, I, I was, I was honest and serious when I mentioned earlier that I, I love hearing from people, um, and hearing feedback and, and new ideas. Um, you know, I would ask that we, that we use a little bit of rational thinking in those requests. Um, you know, we're not going to make an eight gauge and, uh, you know, we're not going to make side by side automatics or any crazy contraption that you've thought of in your garage when you when you've had a couple too many. Um, but but outside of that, I'm happy to hear any ideas or feedback on any of our products at any time. Um, please, please do let forward those over. Yeah, you know, that's just want to stress that rational thoughts. But then you say rational thoughts with duck hunters. Um, there's some gray area there for sure. And, I, and you're well aware of that. I am. Oh, you know, and, and I mean, heck, uh, over the course of time, you know, I've been presented some new products uh, from the Italians that um, you wouldn't have thought of rationally. Right. But they ended up being really cool. So sometimes those are good ideas. Um, you just have to have to, you know, wait until you see the final product in some cases, I guess. But um, always happy to hear feedback. 
Cool. Thanks a lot. Well, George, this has been great. This is something cool, you know, something that we've not ever done before. We're basically launching new products um, on the podcast, which is very unique. You know, like I'd mentioned earlier, everyone's going to see uh, most of these new products in the July, August issue. They're going to get to, you know, really visualize those um, in the magazine and our new guns and gear issue. But it's really cool to have you. Um, I hope you have uh have some good success using that 28 gauge on those divers. That sounds like a fantastic hunt. And once again, I just want to thank you for joining me today. You know, Chris, thanks for having me back. I, I really appreciate what you're doing here. And I appreciate all your listeners for supporting us. And and uh, just ask if you, if you need any more info, you know, check us out on VanillaUSA.com. And, and I appreciate your consideration. I'd like to thank my guest, George Thompson, the Director of Product Management for Benelli USA, for joining us today and really launching some of these new products here on the podcast with us. I'd like to thank our producer, Clay Baird, for getting the podcast together and sending it out to you. And I'd like to thank you, the listener, for joining us and supporting Wetlands Conservation. Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit www.ducks.org slash DU Podcast for resources based on today's topics, as well as access to more episodes. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks.